What's up, friends? This is Kenyon, and welcome to Evolution Ave, home of real estate evolved and a limitless mindset. Now, this is episode 15, and you're not going to want to miss this. If you are a new agent or an experienced agent, my boy Yuvon is going to tell you how he does $8 million a year in real estate volume while being a dual career agent, no cold calling, no mailers, no door knockers, but just by being an awesome human being and being a master of hosting open houses in his local area. So if you love this content, please like, subscribe, and share. But in the meantime, let's get to the episode. What is going on, people, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 15, and episode 15 is going to be a great episode. I think you're going to have a wonderful time enjoying me and one of my closest friends really just talking about life, but talking about real estate. I'm bringing you some real estate gems today, and in these real estate gems, you're going to find out some really dope information from my guy, Yuvon. I'm going to bring him to the stage right now. I'm going to bring him into the podcast. Welcome to the studio. This is my special guest, Yuvon at the open house host with the most yo you what is good my bro what's good my bro what's going on man hey man everything is good man i appreciate you being here man and um look man this is you know we talk we talk pretty much every other day or you know if we you know life gets busy you a busy man so you know i always can't i can't always catch you you know because you're doing so many things bro look but uh same you know, same same way you're at. <laughs> but uh you know a little background from my from my end on on Ubon. this is my guy me and Ubon. we met probably what 2004 2005 2004 2004 2004 okay 2004 uh we were both working at uh, progressive insurance in, in beltsville maryland uh i never forget one of the earliest times i met you I was um I was with our old manager. Uh, oh man, what was her name? Oh, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. No, not Nicole. Our the, the local. Oh man, um, she was from she was caught. Uh, Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. Sharon. She was with Sharon, right? And Sharon was like, um, you know, I want you to go out on a ride, and I want you to shadow Ubon. And I said, all right, who? What, you know, you know, we had a big office, a lot of people mm -hmm. in there. I said, oh, who, who's Ubon? And he, she was like, turn around, see that dude at the uh, at the uh, printer, little milk dud, bald head. Right there, that's you, Bob. <laughs> so, um, I think I went on a ride with you, bro, and I think that was all she wrote, man. Me, you, and Al Wayne was like inseparable. Me, you, and A, mm -hmm. and Morgan, we was like inseparable at that joint. But, um, man, I just really, I really appreciate you being here, man, and taking the time. Uh, it's nighttime. We both are, uh, like you said, we both are busy guys. Got a lot of stuff going on, and but this is going to be about you, man. How you're a busy guy, right? Um, you know, you, Bong, is a full-time auto claims adjuster he is a devoted husband father of five right avid dc maryland and then add the knicks in there sports fan he's a sports junkie we talk about sports you know sometimes i'm calling you bond just to check in i'm like yeah let me just check in you know have a quick convo i'm on my way somewhere i think it's gonna be a five to ten minute conversation and we on we're, we'll end up just rapping for two hours about sports right and sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But I definitely think that if we really wanted to, we can probably have our own uh, sports sports show. Like ESPN need to need to holler at us for real, for real. But um, but uh, but 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 
two and a half years ago, three years ago, Yvonne hit me and said, bro, I think I'm gonna get my real estate license. I said, do it, right? Like real estate has changed my life. We've always talked about, well, we've always been in real estate together, right? So we've been in real estate together since the early 2000s doing different ventures and we've always bounced ideas off each other. But from the agency perspective, you know, a real, the real estate agency side has changed my life. And I said, man, this is a life-changing thing, bro. And you're, you're natural at it. You know people, they love you. So not only that, he's a dual career agent doing real estate. And what we're going to talk about is Yuvang does 8 million in real estate volume a year as a dual career agent, as a husband, father of five, full-time career, and he's doing it. And I'm going to let him tell you more about it. But first of all, yo, once again, welcome to the show. Let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and name something that you're super thankful for. All right. So um, I'm a real estate agent here in Maryland, number one. Um, graduated from University of Maryland, 2003, go Terps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> immediately started working at Progressive 2004. That's where I met Kenyon. Uh, was with Progressive up until uh, seven, seven years, almost eight years. Left there 2011. Um, started with a smaller uh, insurance company called Agency Insurance. Uh, they, they only sell policies in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and uh, Virginia. Anyway, I've been with them since 2011. Really good. Um, but, um, you know, something I'm super thankful for is uh, my family. You know, my okay. family, my family, they, they ground me. They, they, they give me, that's my why, you know. Um, also, I'm super thankful for my health, you know, health as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> super, uh, super important right now, especially yeah, in this exactly. day and age. Exactly. Exactly. Literally, every time you look, and this is why I don't like watching the news, but every time you turn the news on, there's something new out. I mean, I keep getting flashes on like my different apps on my iPhone about polio coming back or something like that. What? So it's crazy. I thought polio died. It was done, eradicated. All right, but. This is the world we live in right now, man. So it's definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what are, anything else you're super thankful for you? Um, that's it, man. Family, family help, and good friends like you. Uh oh, honestly, man. nah, for real. My good uh, you know, my day, day ones, my good friends are, you know, hard to find. And when you got we got them, you got when you get them, you keep them close, man. So what is yeah, what are we man. going on? 2004, so 18 years, 18, 18 years, man. 18 years, bro. Wow, man. Yo, we got, and we got some, we've on another podcast or another life, we got some stories to tell, man. We've, we've had a lot of, a lot of fun between Baltimore and, and DC. We, DC we, uh, definitely. The Beltway got a lot of stories, right? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> between, you know, I'm talking about just hanging out, sporting events, just everything, man. We up, remember that up one time. Up and down 95. Up, up and down, down 95. Yeah, one time your car, your car wouldn't start. Um, we was, I think we was down like Federal Hill or something like that, and then uh -huh. got back to my house, and, and your car wouldn't start or something like that. Spent the night at your house. Yeah, spent the night at the crib. Yeah, it was. That was that was that's the most. Yeah, that was a. We was having a night too. So I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we was having a night. So yo, so listen, bro. Tell us more about um. Tell us more about the journey, starting with growing up with Nigerian parents. Uh, tell us a little about college and your experience at the University of Maryland, going to a huge you know, major university, and then what really inspired you to bring you where you are today? Got you. So, you know, with Nigerian parents, college is like 
it's just it's not it's not even an option of whether you're going to go it's just where you're going to go you know that's <laughs> so, all you know right. college colleges you know education is really big you know my my dad has a PhD in physics. My mom has a master's in teaching. So college was always going to be a thing. Um, always wanted, I like Maryland. So, you know, I never wanted to, really wanted to leave the area. So I went to Maryland. Uh, college was good. I lived on campus my first year. Had a little too much fun. Had that. <laughs> had to go back home. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So you know we share. You know we. Had, that's a similar story that we share, right? You you did, did I ever tell you that, or did you know that already? I think I knew you transfer, but so ahead. yeah. So my my freshman year, um, and some people would probably probably know this. You know, my freshman year, I went to University of North Carolina Greensboro, and uh, my first semester, I guess got kicked out for academic probation, right? Because I just same thing. I didn't know what to do with myself. You you watched the podcast with me and my cousin Jamio. Man, I, I went down there with an instant crew because I had Jamio his roommate count and, you know, count quickly became one of my brothers as well. And then, you know, between Jerron, rest in peace and Jojo, you knew, you met all these people. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I was Jojo, gonna say, yeah. my man, Koss. I mean, we had this super crew down there and, you know, high school was so easy for me that when I got to college, I didn't, I didn't really know how to study. I didn't know how to prepare. I was always a good test taker, but you know, college is different. Right. I could write a paper, but taking exams and stuff like that. And I was writing papers just trying to wing them, thinking, you know, I could get by. And it was just different. So I got sent home and it was humbling. So I was home for I was home. I was only home for a semester because I it, it humbled me going home because it was failure. But, you know, you learn the most from failure. If it didn't if I if I never went home, I don't know if I would have had the drive that could take me to the next level anyway. So, you know, there's definitely something to take from that but we share that story bro i went home too same thing kind of well i went uh, home from campus not home home so I, I oh no nah, i went home no, i wasn't no, in school just, <laughs> oh, girl, no, I, was, I was no i was in school i that wasn't an option i was in school but i okay you know, all, all, all that all that scholarship money was gone so <laughs> oh i got you i got you yeah. got you yeah yeah see i my scholarship everything was going it was like yo you a joke you you must be joking with us <laughs> they saw my gpa they was like you must be joking <laughs> get out <laughs> you, you couldn't even like i couldn't even write it like if i had it i couldn't even write no check i ain't have it you know where i come from so but they it was like nah you got you got to go <laughs> you pull look you pull our national averages down you got to get <laughs> out of here <laughs> yeah man so so how was that how was that though how was that going to University of Maryland. I mean, it's huge school, you know, huge athletic program, national spotlight. Tell, tell me about that experience. Yeah, um, no, it was it was good. So, I mean, you know, some of the classes are really big, but then some of them are really small. So um, it was an adjustment just, you know, going to school, going to school from 2000 people to like 30,000. But right. um, it was it was good. It was good. Like it was good. I had, I had a couple of my high school friends there. So that made it that made the transition a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, just overall had, had, had a, had a good time. Nice, diverse school. Yeah. Uh, and like, and you know, you know, I lived on campus, like I said, my freshman year, but yeah, it was just, it was just cool, man. It was all around good experience. You know, you know, when I was at Morgan state, I used to slide up there, stamp them parties at stamp union hall. Oh, for real? Stamp? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. I used, to, I, used to, I used to slide up the stamp. Cause you know, I, I met a few people and where people used to be like, yo, we, we headed down to college park and I'm like, let's go. Right, so, so we were probably at the same party before we knew each other. Oh, I'm sure, bro. Like uh, Sean, I think Sean Marion was there back then during those okay. years, wasn't okay. he? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. right. I'm about right. Marion. 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 He was actually a little bit after us. Actually, uh, who, who was there? Was? Lamont Jordan. Yeah, Lamont Jordan was there. 
Lamont, Lamont Jordan, Jordan was there. Was there. Yeah. How about Juan Dixon? Was he there? Dixon was there. Yeah, yeah. That okay. Was national championship. Yeah. 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 I was there yeah, for the yeah. national championship, so that was okay. That was that was cool. Being at a school, be, actually attending the school when your school won a national championship, so that was cool. That was yeah. Cool. See, I, 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 you know, if my children decide to take the college route, uh, they may follow in my footsteps and go the the business route or entrepreneur route. I mean, my kids all both are already saying how you know Kylie wants to open a coffee shop, Caden wants to be a, a, a basketball player, or uh, you know, he loves sports, but he also always says, "Well, I'll, I'll do business too." And Kylie wants to be a real estate broker. She wants to open a coffee shop. She wants to open a. She has a lot of business, so she's. Probably definitely be an entrepreneur. But regardless, I think college offers such a social experience that even if the so-called educational system is somewhat broken, which is a whole nother topic, but uh, I think it's still an experience for them to be able to go. And if they do, I, I really do hope they go to a school and experience that national spotlight, right? Especially if they play sports or just so I can go and experience it, right? I, I went to to you know mid-sized schools right in university of north carolina at greensboro so i'm a tar hill fan but i didn't go to you know chapel hill and then uh morgan state which is an hbcu and i enjoyed going to all the games and stuff like that but i'm you know university of maryland and, and michigan and florida miami ucla usc i'm talking about like virginia tech you know virginia tech all these big schools i want to be able to be that parent that experiences that, right? Get the hoodies and the t-shirt, like, yeah, my kids, are, my kids are UCLA Bruin. I'm going to the game, right? Okay. So, you know, I want to be able to do that. So what's been your biggest inspiration? Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, uh, man, good question. Good question. My biggest inspiration. Um, I don't know. Just, I, I can't, I don't know, like with this new, just seeing, seeing people, you know, start from the ground up. You know, uh, you know, even even yourself, even you. I mean, like, you know, just seeing seeing regular people succeed in real estate. Like you don't have to be you don't have to have, you know, a master's, a Ph.D. Um, just I, like a, just seeing regular people, you know, just succeeding. I mean, like even like even you from came, coming from where where we met at Progressive to right. look at you now, you know, so not. Nah. Oh man, so. that means that means a lot, bro. Well, I, I mean, I get inspired by you, man. Like even, you know, I never forget when you posted, you know, when you were like, you know, eight eight million plus. I was like, wow, man. I remember we just had a conversation about you getting into real estate, and you know, we had plenty of conversations about it. You and my cousin Jamil, right? Similar to that episode that he was on, right? Because he called me and said, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and got him in. And that's why I've moved into the role of of really helping agents become successful, or even if you're an existing agent already at a certain level, but being able to take it to the next level. Because, you know, a lot of people will say, "Man, you know, you're inspiring," but I'm inspired by being able to see everybody become successful, and that's what makes me super inspired to make me be able to just really find joy in, in helping people. And, and I just love seeing people win, man. It's, it's an amazing thing. So I'm watching you win, man. It's super amazing. And uh, I can't be more happier for my brother, man. And, uh, and I love it, man, because you deserve it, man. You're just a, a good dude. We go back and everybody knows, everybody that knows you knows, like, yo, you wanna, that, he's good peoples. And you've always been that way, man. Always solid, man. You looked out for me in, 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 in ways that I, I can never repay you for, right? And, and, and it's just what true brotherhood is, is about because I would do the same for you and you I think you know that. So uh we got we got a lot of things that we're gonna accomplish together, bro. It's still look, we just getting started. 
Just getting started, man. <laughs> Just getting started. I see you got that assets for oh, yeah, assets yeah. I mean, and uh, me, me, assets over liabilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shout out to earn your I leisure. <laughs> shout out to earn your leisure. So I will say, you know, and it's crazy that you had that shirt on because you know you're one of the first people that I knew, right? That was you know in my close circle that always had an eye on investing, always was really good with your finances. Um, you know, me and me and Al Wayne used to joke a little bit, like, oh, you know. <laughs> like, oh, no, we like, can't. Oh, we can't even say it. We I can't, can't even say. It. I can't even say. I can't even say anymore. Not, we can't go into the. We can't say things like that anymore. But you know, we just. <laughs> but nah, you was always good with that, man. So it's it's ironic that you have that on, man. So um, which so so what you've been doing on the investment tip, man? Like you still um still paying attention? I mean, you put you give you give me so many. I call. I used to call you all the time. Like, yo, bro, let me ask you, what what does this mean? Or Yo, what are what are the what's what's QQQ? You heard that? Like, remember, I would just call you and and, and you'd be like, oh, 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 yeah, come on now, I'm like, come on, K, I'm like, oh man. So, what you been doing lately on that? Man, you still honestly, you still investing? I'm, I'm, yeah, definitely got to, but I'm keeping it simple, man. Like, instead of like, here's the thing: picking stocks is hard. Like, unless you're gonna right. pick like the Apple, the Microsoft, you, you, it's about four or five solids. But other than that, man, go with the uh, the ETFs, so the index funds, you right. know. Yeah, right. just Keep something it. that tracks something that tracks the S and P five hundred. You know, right? That's it. Keeping it, keeping yeah. it simple. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. That's dope, man. So here's a good question. So right now, you know, in life, you're you're an entrepreneur, um, investor, uh, auto claims adjuster. You've been doing that for for quite some time. Real estate professional. What did you want to be when you when you were a kid? What, what did you want to be when you grew up? So funny thing is, I I always did want to be like you know a real estate mogul. You know, I wanted okay. to own like properties and every you know. I I truly wanted to be like a real a real estate mogul. You know, you know. I, I wanted to I wanted to be Trump back in the day back when it, when it, when it was cool to be. You know, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but no, I wanted to. I just I seriously straight to want. Wanted to be like a real estate mogul. I wanted to own just like properties. That's that's what I wanted to do. Like since I was like young. So yeah, crazy how crazy how life how that journey goes right and where you end up. Full circle, full circle, full circle. circle. Look where look where you're at now. Let's talk specifically about your real estate journey. So walk us through that a little bit. So let's go back to you know two thousand eight. Yeah, let's go back to oh six. Let's go back to oh six. Because you know that was one of the the first times that you and I started really like talking about real estate right so so take us back to 2006 most a lot of people that might be listening they have no idea they heard about it but they don't know about it about pre-2000 so, so, so 2000 so i mean that 2005 to through t- 2007 period was a crazy time for real estate because that like property values were just skyrocketing like skyrocketing you could buy something and you could buy something one year and sell it shoot sell it a couple months later for more than you pay for it so anyways i had the opportunity in 06 uh, to buy a spot in Baltimore row home. I, I bought it, had an opportunity to come up and buy another one. It was fully renovated on the same block. I went in on the first one with me, me and my partner. I went on the second one me, just by myself. You know, this is 06. Plan was, you know, hold it for maybe two, three years max. Right. You know, make like 50 grand. You know, probably even make 50 grand was like a minimum. You know, hold it for two years. <laughs> you, know? And, you know, I was like, man, you know, I'm a cash out. Next thing you know, 07 comes. Uh, no, not 07, 08. Not 07, 08. 08. Boom. Everything just plummets. Plummets. Mm. 
and the and the and the properties weren't in the weren't in the best neighborhoods either. You know, I didn't do my homework. Uh, they weren't in the best neighborhoods. Couldn't find good runners, and I had to I had to short sale both of them. You know, short sold one in two thousand eleven, short sold the next one in two thousand fourteen. So. But it was a learning experience, you know. I looked at it as a as a learning. I wasn't mad. I looked at it as a learning experience. But that that was my my journey, my initial foray into into real estate. Two thousand six. Yeah. yeah, that was a rough year for all of us, right? I never forget the day I went into uh, the credit union two thousand seven ish, two thousand eight, and was trying to get some money out of my credit line. So to, to jump on a real estate project, and they were like, "No credit lines. Everything's dried up. You, have you haven't you been watching the news?" And I'm like, no, I ain't been watching news. I'm out here spending money, money. living life down here and living in Canton, downtown Canton. Baltimore. Had my little first, remember my, remember my, my, you know, my bachelor pad I had down in downtown mm -hmm. Baltimore, you know, everything, mm -hmm. uh, everything, a, a young, a young man could dream of was there. And I <laughs> walking distance to all the restaurants and bars That's and parks. And I could see the Harbor from the top of the street and waterfront. I mean, life was good. So you couldn't tell me, you know, I, what I was watching news for, right? The bubble. <laughs> and even when people was bringing up the bubble, I was kind of like, what bubble? I'm like, man, listen. Because, you know, back then, you know, now I'm mature enough in business and, you know, we are, we're mature enough in business where, you know, we can pivot, we can shift and, you know, we, we, we understand the importance of, of knowing data and understanding the markets and understanding where you are in business and what you're doing. Uh, but back then, it was just like, you know, you, you know you're just young and bright-eyed and you just want to take every advantage you can, man. I mean, we were talking about properties like, oh, if we pick this property up, we're going to cash out for 50. And then we're going to throw that into another property, cash out for 150. I mean, we were just talking numbers, right? Ridiculous. And stupid. Ridiculous numbers. Like, I mean, remember that one time I think me and you um, went over to, uh, is it called, it was called Greek Town, right? My man, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I think my man George lived over there at um, Greek Town, my, my good homeboy George, my good brother George, my Greek brother. And, um, I never forget we was looking at a property. And we were like, "Yeah, man, maybe we should pull the trigger on it, man." Because, oh man, we could, we could, we that was back. You know, it was the bur I don't even know if we were talking the burst strategy back then because it wasn't even <laughs> most of the properties we were buying. There was no no renovation. It was we we were going to buy them with turnkey. It was and at that time, which is probably why everything went the way it went. Um, you would buy something, close on it, and then what? Thirty days later, you can pull out a tremendous amount of equity, right? Man, thirty um, days later, you could go get another house. Get another house. <laughs> right. That's that's almost what I did. I like I shouldn't have been able to get my second house. Honestly, I didn't, I wasn't <laughs> making enough money. I wasn't making enough money to to go and afford that second house. So yeah, listen, like, pre two thousand eight income, was, stated income, yeah. wild, wild west, man. <laughs> you know, pre two thousand pre two thousand eight was like being on Oprah show. You get a house. You get a house. You get a house. Everybody can Everybody buy a house. a house. Everybody can buy three houses if you want to. That was, <laughs> that was pre-2008. So, um, But it showed your resiliency because we learned from it because I left dibbling, dabbling in real estate post-2008 and went into the tech world and I didn't come back to real estate till 2015, 2016 and got into the agent side. But yeah, it definitely stung. It did. It stung. And I didn't see it as a learning lesson back then, but I will say and I always tell people that, you know, um, post 2008, yeah, had a, had maybe uh, two rough years after that, 2008, 2009, 2010, I feel like started really getting back on my feet and started getting some wind beneath my feet. And probably ever since then, never looked back, man, just like had probably have, have probably had the most prosperous 
you know, business life I ever had. And when things were looking pretty dark back then. Right. So uh, it's all about resiliency and all about bouncing back and just keeping your head up, man. What keeps what keeps you going, though? Right. So even I know what keeps you going now. You talked about your wives being your family. But prior to that, what was it like? How, how did you bounce back out of that, man? Just short selling homes. And because those things can be demoralizing. Right. They can really <laughs> kill your whole vibe. So, you know, what what pushed you uh, through? Honestly, I'm, I they were they were an anchor at the time. So honestly, I was happy to get out. That's you know that's, that's, uh, so that, that's what pushed me through. Honestly, I was I was happy that I, they were an anchor. I was happy to get out. So that was that. That's honestly what you know. That's right. So once I got out, I was like, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. You know. Right. Right. So <laughs> all right. So that happened, and then you know stayed away from real estate for a while. Then. You want to get your real estate license and become a, a licensed real estate agent in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. Talk to me about that. What what, what brought you to it? What, what, what even, you know, put you on that path? Tell us about that. And then we're going to get into the good stuff that the audience wants to hear why, you know, I, I'm calling you the open house host with the most. So but <laughs> let's talk about that first, the beginning of your real estate agency journey. Gotcha. So I ran into a, a friend from high school. Um, at the YMCA down here and they flip homes and they were trying to get into wholesale and property. So um, they had just started it and um, they were, they were doing phone calls, you know, calling um, absentee owners, uh, you know, run down properties anyway, like that. So I tried to make a couple phone calls with, you know, for them and um, you know, that, you know, was doing that. That, you know, it was, it was going okay. Didn't really work out, uh, talk, you know, talking to someone else uh, down here that I used to go to church with. Um, and she used to be a stay-at-home mom. She did really well. And I was just talking to her and uh, talking to you also. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, you got the personality. You'd be great at, you know, real estate. She's like, everybody that does well has the same type of personality you have. Um, didn't want to do it because I always thought of it. You know, I never thought of myself as a salesperson. Um, but just thought about it a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? I, I looked at her, looked at you. I was like, all right, you know, let me just go ahead and do it. What's, you know, not, you know, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? You know, so right. I was like, you know, let me go ahead and get, get my license. And the rest is, as they say, history. Yeah. You know, the thing about real estate, I think that people don't understand is this. Yeah, it's sales, but everything in life is sales, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person, everything you do is, is some form of sales. But what it really is, it's people. The currency is people when it comes to real estate. The currency is people when it comes to, you know, building value and, and, and serving people. So I think, you know, People who I heard a lot of people say that, like, you know, I'm not really good at sales. I don't know how I would do in real estate. But I always say, well, but are you good with people? Now, I've had people, I've met people to say, look, I hate people. Like, listen, if you hate people, then please, then, you know, I don't this know is, if real yeah, estate is not, right? No, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is for you. I mean, could you have some success? Sure, but it's not going to be that sustainable. You, you got to, you got to like people. You got to love people. You got to love helping and serving people and being in a position to really help somebody with you know, a major life decision, a major, you know, life, life uh, goal or, you know, uh, 
whatever you want to call it. I can't think of a word, but you know, purchase. What I, mean. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's the most, it's the biggest purchase. Yeah. You're gonna make. <laughs> it's one of the biggest purchases you're going to make. And it's, and it's something that it can mean a lot to people, whether you're, you're buying, selling or investing. It, it, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a major, you know, it's just a major point that you're going to reach when, when you make that purchase or you sell or, or you invest in your first property or your hunch of property. It's just a big deal. So, um, you got to love seeing that, right? You got to love it. And I, I just think it, it's, it's victory no matter how you look at it. All right, bro, so, let's, let's get into what the audience really wants to talk about. So you've built a heck of a real estate career so far as an agent in a little under three years. Um, you know, 8 million plus in real estate volume, like I mentioned, while being a dual career agent. And most of that business, and you know, what sparked this, and I, I was going to have you on the podcast anyway to talk about your journey and, and just becoming a successful agent in a very short amount of time. But we were talking, I think, last weekend. I was like, what's you up, what you up to? You know, normal, mm -hmm. normal conversation. You're like, oh, I'm about to go, you know, put these signs up for this open house. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. I was like, I was like, bro, are these like, yo, you do a lot of open houses, bro. Like, <laughs> and you're like, bro, like, gosh, man, these open houses, they just work for me. And you, you were like, yeah, I just got a 720K buyer. And I'm working right now from an open house I did I did the other weekend. And I was just like, you know what, bro? I, I know we wanted to have, I wanted to have you on the podcast and just talk about, you know, your growth and just, you know, the baseline and foundation of how you started your real estate career. But I was like, I think people want to know. And whether you're a new agent, whether you're an experienced agent, if you're not taking advantage of open houses and you know, being able to generate business from it. I think people want to know how you do it, man. So let's get into it, man. Third year, dual career agent, done well cultivating business by doing open houses in your area. Give us the strategy and, you know, what it takes and, you know, touch on how other agents can incorporate that into their business growth. Gotcha. So I think number one, when you have an open house, you have to have a good mindset. You have to go in Saying, look, I'm gonna meet. I'm gonna meet some people a day, um, you know. I'm and I'm. I'm gonna talk to them. You know. I think that's. I think mindset's number one with the open house. Um, right. You can't. You can't go in thinking, oh, I'm just gonna because it's a lot of time. So if you don't want to wait, you know, why do you want to waste two, three hours on a side? Why do you want to do something that you think you're not gonna be, you know, be successful at? So, right. Um, number one, attitude. Attitude. Um, number two. Um, get those signs, get those signs up for the open house. Um, I'm so I'm always surprised how many people are tell me, Oh yeah, we just saw the signs in the neighborhood. We were just driving around and we stopped, we would decide to stop by. So signs are important on, uh, for open houses. Um, number three, uh, greet people. You know, I always try to greet people at the, I always greet people at the door. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Great day to buy a house, you know, come on in. Um, so you know, greet, greeting people at the door. Um, some you would think that's that's obvious, but these are these are some things that not everybody not everybody does, you know. Um, and then from there, just you know, just find out what their motivation is. Like, uh, always like to find out where <clears throat> where they're coming from. Like, you know, where are they where are they currently live? What brought them out today? What are they looking for? Um, how long they've been looking um that's I, I like that i like that how long they've been looking because that tells you uh you know if they've been looking you know 
if they've been looking for a while and they do have an agent, maybe it's time to, you know, and they've put in several offers, maybe it's time for them to, you know, move <laughs> on to you, you know, um, if they just started, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, if they just started looking, that's great too, because a lot of times they're unrepresented. So you can help them, you know, help them along that journey. So um, those are just, you know, those are just some of the, just, those are just some of the things that I like to do, you know, at open house. So, you just said something very interesting, right? Because here's what I feel like happens at open houses, right? Hey, you know, welcome to the open house. Please, you know, take a look around, sign the sign-in sheet or whatever. Um, do you have, are you working with an agent? Yep, I'm working with an agent. Most agents, as soon as they hear that, done. All right, yeah, go ahead and look around, you know, do your thing, whatever. You know, if you have any questions, have your agent call me. That's you why I don't say, ask basically, that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ask it. All right. No. Now, do you, no. Now, do you use a do you use a signing sheet? I do. I do use a signing sheet. I'm like, hey, do you, do you mind signing in for me? You know, name, address, phone number. But yeah, and then and then so some of them have. Are you working with an agent? Yes or no? Name an agent. Um, you know. So, but but I but I never but I never ask. I pretty much never ask if they if they have an agent because you know the first thing is like when you. It's like remember when you used to see a girl on the street. Hey, you have a boyfriend? Yes, I do. Leave me alone. You know, <laughs> so, right, 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 right. You know, even if they do or they don't, you know. So that's you know they put up that guard. So you know, I'm like you know, show you like look around. You know, I'm here for any questions. Come back. I don't like to follow follow people around because it seems like I feel like they can't be like, right. oh, you know, honest. You know, but I do. But I definitely come back to them like, hey, after they look at one floor, I'm like, hey, what did you think of that upstairs? What did you think of that basement? You know. Then uh, and, and it just and it just gets some talking, but yeah, I never ask. Hey, do you have an agent? You know, no. That's a good <laughs> that's a good strategy because for one, let's be honest, right? When it comes to um, being a real estate agent or being an entrepreneur or being anyone that offers a service, especially if you offer a service that I'm not going to say real estate is a commodity, but there's a lot of real estate agents out there. I always tell people one of the biggest things that you want to be responsible for when you're uh, a people facing uh, business professional is you want to be memorable. So if I'm your agent, you're going to, I'm, I'm memorable, right? You're going to know me. You're going to know who I am. You're going to remember who I am. You're not going to walk up and be like, yeah, I got an agent. I don't even know who he is because I don't <laughs> care. Right. I'll, if you want to sell me the house, you can be my agent right now if you vouch your business. Right. But if you're memorable and you're really bringing value to your clients, they're going to walk in an open house and make sure to let you know, like, I, oh, thank you so much. I, I have an agent. I'll have my agent call you with any questions, right? So I like that strategy. So you don't ask if they have an agent. You'll let them tell you or they'll, they'll write it down. But for the yeah. most part, you're leaving the opportunity open for if they're working with somebody they're not satisfied with, uh, maybe working with their family. And, you know, sometimes they say, oh, if somebody in your family should not be an agent. I don't know. I think that can go left or right sometimes. I mean, yeah, I don't know how yeah. I feel about that. I know Ryan Serhan said that recently. He was like, hey, one thing you should never do is work with your family. Um, not saying I agree with that because I think that, you know, <laughs> uh, look, I, I, sometimes it ain't the best thing working with family. It's, yeah. it's not the most. Sometimes uh, not, but look, I saw all three of my not, siblings' but, houses, so. <laughs> and it worked right, out great. Right, so, but, yeah. but it depends on what kind of person you are, right? And yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We saw, we're solid people, so, you know, you know, our family will want to work with us. But, yeah, um, you know, I, I like that strategy. That's a, that's a pretty good strategy. Um, so are these your open houses or where are you finding these open houses? So just in, in our brokerage. So our brokerage, you know, has, you know, people have, li have, you know, listings and uh, every Monday they send an email out. They say, are, are you, 
let, let us know your availability availability for Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you let them know when you're available. There's no pressure. And, um, you know, when I'm available, I, t- I take it. And that's that's it, you know. So, yeah, yeah most, you can grab them. most of them are not my open houses. Though. Yeah, most of them are not. Yeah, uh, 90% of them are not my open houses. So, Okay. All right. And what's your follow-up uh, strategy? So, fo- so that's so that's the key right there is the, is the follow-up. So, um, the, the just for example, the current one that I have under contract for seven hundred twenty thousand. Um, she was kind of a throwaway. She lived in Virginia. She was um, she was selling her house, um, and so she came in, and I had talked to her. But that open house was particularly busy. So honestly, I didn't even get to say bye to her. I wanted to, but the ho- open house was just really busy. But her information was there. So I, I just called her. I remember I called her the next day. I was like, let me just make sure, you know, because I'm sure she doesn't have an agent. She lives in a, out of state. Called her. She said she was actually interested in the house. Um, she was going to get pre-approval. But um, I said, hey, look, there's an offer. She's like, yeah, it's probably not worth it because I need to sell my house before. But, you know, I kept in touch, kept in touch with her till she sold her house. She moved up here and she's like, OK, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Let's let's go start looking. So we still looked. We only looked at two three houses before she found the one she wanted under contract so yeah, yeah. so you, follow you, follow yeah. follow up is the key follow up is follow up is just call i call i do all three i call text right. email call text email yeah take take note do y'all hear this 720k buyer under contract that he met at an open house and you've done that time after time after time after time over the past you know three years or, 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 or less. And, and, and I don't know if people even know, like your average dual career agent, I don't, I don't like using part-time um, agents because I, and look, if you consider yourself a part-time agent, then I don't, I, you're not, I don't nah, consider I don't you're, you're, you're <laughs> in a, you're, you're at a level that is really not, we don't really even discuss it. Right. I don't consider you a, a, a real estate professional, but, um, but if you're a dual career agent, meaning you have two careers, you have a, a maybe you have a nine to five because look, you, maybe you like it. You got to support your family. You got to do what you got to do. Maybe you enjoy it, but you also love real estate. You're an agent, but I don't know if people understand that the average dual career agent or even that category of part-time agent only sells. I think I saw, the statistic it was it was a pretty low number it was like a i don't know one hundred and eighty thousand dollars worth of real estate in a year if even they, they, they so it's like, like point, it's like 0.7 transactions or something like that wow right so you know doing over eight million right and it's not your primary you're, you're not spending a lot of time on lead generation but you do have your lead generation niche, right? You you found your niche, right? Because you told me the other day, you were like, bro, I I strike it at open houses, right? I win at open house. That's where I get a lot of my business from. I mean, 720,000 in on one deal. I mean, if an agent does that, does four of those a year as a part-time agent or as a dual career agent, you know, they're they're doing pretty well, right? You just, you, I mean, and you're doing that, right? So it, I think it's pretty astounding that you can do that. Yeah, I, had a, I mean, I, I closed a 585 uh, two months ago for my open house, too. 585. Um, so we're talking about, so all right, we already have almost 1.3 million just in mm-hmm. the last 60 yeah. days from open yeah. houses. Okay, yeah. one point yeah. 1.3 million in the last 60 days, right? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you got more, but. 
I mean, yeah. So know. I mean, my my first non family trend, first non family, because the first house I ever sold was my father in law's house. But after that, I remember I'm, yeah. I met I met someone at an open house, and we met in like August, and we, you know didn't really have contact again. No, we we talked after the open house, didn't really have contact again until November, and she closed on the house in January. So so you know five months. That's the thing. You also have to be patient. But right. she bought a six hundred. Uh, her parents bought a six hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Then I sold. Then so then then the house she grew up in, I then sold that house. So you're talking nine hundred eighty thousand dollars in a trip. You know, from meeting them at one open house. Then the open house that I had for the house she grew up in. Wait a minute. A couple, stop for one second. One second. <laughs> nine hundred. Say that again. Nine hundred eighty thousand dollars from one open house. Almost a million dollars from one open house from two clients i mean from a client same client, client same, same client yeah exactly yeah i hope y'all listening but so then, <laughs> so then so then i held an open house for the house you know the house that she grew up in that i was listing a couple came in two weeks later they bought a house four hundred thirty thousand wow. dollars um that same open house that you know that i held for the house she grew up that she grew up in Another couple came in. They ended up moving to Georgia um, to buy a house, but kept in touch. And then earlier this year, in February, I sold a condo for two hundred forty-five thousand. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to go from the original open house, you know, nine eighty plus four thirty, what's that? One point, one point four plus two point, so one point six, all from one open house in August That's that crazy. I had. You know? that is- that is crazy. You know how many agents don't do 1.6 in three years of being in real estate? They don't accumulate 1.6, right? So, yeah, yo, that is crazy. Now, getting a little bit off of open houses, just because you are a, a, an amazing human being that people want to work with, but you also are diligent. You're a diligent worker, right? So you know how to follow up. Why don't we just and this wasn't an open house, but I just think people should know it and know the importance of follow up and, you know, what it takes. Talk about your largest deal. And, you know, it, it took follow up, right? You, it didn't just, you know, it didn't fall in your lap. It didn't. It wasn't just, you know, hey, yeah, great. But t- talk about that because I know about my, this deal. My largest deal. So it was a you don't got to say the source that okay. it's from. It's a, let's, okay. let's just say it's a on. It was an online lead, which right. are notorious for being you know they're the toughest i mean you're gonna close out of you can get 100 online leads and close one it makes it worth it but um you know they're just known to be trash right yeah talk talk about that yeah so it was a phone call you know i was online i I pick it up call them up and um they're like yeah you know uh you know i'm interested in this house um okay i said okay cool do you have pre-approval like no, I don't need it just because of the price point. I'll get to the price at the end. Right. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the, the listing agent said, hey, bl- blame it on me. He's like, you know, I don't just want to show that, you know, I don't want people in this house, house that aren't serious. He's like, no, I don't need pre-approval. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? He's like, it's cash. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go, <laughs> we look. Yeah, no, I know. I know exactly. I'm like, we go, we look at it. It's like, you know. When I came up here, I was about 5% interested. Now we're like 50-50. You know, we'll see. I'm, you know, he's like, well, I want to come back, drive around the area. And I'm telling them, hey, this is a great area. 
you know, you've got Wagman, uh, no, you uh, Whole Foods, you got Wagman, right, right. you know, <laughs> um, being so an like, area expert, you know, right? I yeah, 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 about being, yeah, being an area yeah, expert. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, they leave, they they said they were going to come Sunday, they didn't come Sunday. I called them, they came back Monday. I was like, okay, you know, let me meet again. We met again at the properties, like, okay, you know, I think we're, think we're doing it, and um. And uh, yeah, that was my biggest deal ever. Two point nine million dollars. Two point nine million in one deal. Was that your first year or your second year? That was my second year. That was my second. Okay, year. that was, that, second was year. that was last year. So it was like my yeah, my second full year. Second full. Okay, year, yeah. second full year. Two point nine million. Oh man. <laughs> man, I remember when you told me about that when I was just like, and you know, you it's just like you know you you, you when you you know you root for your people, but that was just like yo. <laughs> Yeah, my man. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh. man. Two point nine million. That's crazy, man. That's that's a that's a heck of a milestone right there. That's that's definitely one to, you know, hang hang on the shelf. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, all right, bro. Let's start. Let's start rounding out, man. So this was an awesome conversation. I, I'm sure people got a lot of gems. Anything else you want to share or you want to tell? If I'm a new agent, what would you tell that new agent? Would you tell that experienced agent that's like, hey, I've been in the game for two or three years, man. I've never really broken. 2.5 million of, of, of volume in one year. What would you tell that person? Man, I would say your sphere of influence, man. So get on social media. Let everybody let everybody know you're an agent. Let everybody know you're an agent. Um uh and do the open houses, honestly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that that's I mean, that's just that's bait. I mean, do open house. You got and you gotta be consistent. It's not gonna be every open house, you know. Right. Some are gonna be some are gonna be duds, but it's consistency is the key. So, yeah, social media, open houses, man. Just and just keep at it. Keep at it. You know. Yeah, that's super dope, man. Before we wrap up, man, what 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 your Redskins gonna do this year? Uh, you know, we, I man, seven, seven, eight wins. That's it. That's a, okay. At least we're gonna All score right. some points. We're gonna score some points, though. Y'all don't look. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Y'all don't look bad. I mean, you know, the QB uh, position is a uh, you know. It's always gonna be up and down, so we, we'll see. Yeah, what but we couldn't we, we couldn't come into another season with Heineke as a starter. So at least yeah. we can score. We can put up some points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I know people probably like, yeah, you foul because it's just where I thought they was going to be. But I tell you what, man, <laughs> they 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 got they're showing some fight that I'm kind of proud of. They they should not have lost against the Saints. They should have they should have came back against the Rams. Nobody look. I, I didn't. I wanted them to win against the Saints because I knew it was going to be hard to go to L.A. and beat the Rams, right? Especially if the Rams were coming off of a embarrassing loss. loss to the Bills, too, right? Um, but they showed some fight. So, look, um, I think that the Falcons are going to surprise. Do we play all this year? We on the schedule or no? No, no, no. I don't think so. We've never been to so. a Falcons Redskins game, and we've had we've missed a couple opportunities. I think you know during the pandemic. I, I, went, I went. I went. I went last year though. So you did go last year. I, did I, I went. Last to, year. I went to Falcons Eagles in Atlanta. Eagles, last you went there a couple but, weeks before. Yeah, man. The next time we're, we're gonna next we're time. gonna get on the schedule. Next time. Yeah, because we, we got to go, man. We because <laughs> the NFC East was on our on our schedule like year. This is the first year I feel like we're not playing any NFC East team. So. um we might have I don't know maybe we don't I don't I don't think so we got we got Seattle this week in Seattle I'm hoping we can squeeze out a win but you know it's hard when East Coast teams go to the West Coast yeah Seattle Seattle's terrible though they are but you know it's still home <laughs> it's gonna be loud you know so yeah yeah we'll we'll see man so all right bro so look I want to wrap up this I always ask these three questions and these are gonna be three great questions that I really want to hear from you 
because I mean, like I said, bro, you inspire me, you inspire the people. And I think people want to hear this based on what they heard. I'm sure it took a lot of gems out of, you know, talking about your mastery of hosting open houses, but three statements, finish the sentence. First one, next year I will be. Next year I will be, I will be in a better I will be more successful than I am this year. <laughs> okay. All right. In five years, I will be. Five years, I will be a um, real estate investor, not just a not just a uh, seller. I will, I will be an actual investor. Back become uh, again. Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, at least at least one. At least one. Mm. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Somehow, somehow, some way, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you'll do it, and it probably be, will be more than one. <laughs> and last question: My impact to the world will be. My impact to the world will be uh, giving people knowledge. You know, giving people free, mm -hmm. free knowledge, helping, helping educate people, helping educate the. The regular, um, the regular real estate buyer, you know, uh, homeowner, the regular real estate homeowner. Yeah, dope, man, dope, man. Now, look, I know you're gonna achieve everything you you set out to do. Uh, I think you're gonna have a heck of an impact to the world, man. You already, you already, you already have. You have an impact on my life and everybody around us. And uh, just gonna keep doing it, man. I'm just keep. Uh, well, I talk to you all the time, but you know, I'm clapping for you. <laughs> You know, always, you, always here appreciate for you, man. It. I appreciate, appreciate you, that. man, for spending an hour or so, almost an hour of your time tonight, you know, to, to be on the show, man, and, and, and share your wisdom, share your experience, share your success, and, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, some of the failures and what you've learned from it. But, you know, I appreciate it so much, bro. And, uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk this week, I'm sure. Definitely, um, definitely. Anything else you want to say? Tell people how to reach you, man. Talk, you know, where, where can they reach oh, okay. you? Social media. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so, I, so Instagram is secret agent is at secret agent Ekpo. So at uh, at symbol obviously secret agent <laughs> secret agent Ekpo E K P O is the last name. So secret agent Ekpo. Um, uh, Facebook Yvonne Ekpo. Just you know, put type it into Facebook. So um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. U B O N G E K P O and um. Like I said, I'm in Maryland. Um, you know, any any needs in Maryland, Maryland, DC, or Virginia? You know, uh, I can I can help you out. So yeah, man. So listen, y'all y'all heard it y'all heard it here. If you need some help, you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in the Maryland, DC, or Virginia area, you got to holler at my man Ubon. He'll take good care of you. I promise. So man, once again, I appreciate you being on the show, brother. Yo, stay tuned in the waiting room for a little bit, and I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, in the show for a little bit, but, uh, yo, I appreciate you brother. And, uh, you know, we'll probably have another show so we can even talk more, maybe talk sports. We might have to think definitely. about starting that. Might have to start a sports podcast, man. I don't know, but, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> definitely, we'll definitely figure it out, man. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you too, man. Thanks. You got, you got it, bro. Well, there you have it, everybody. That was Yubong Ekpo real estate agent down in Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, share with you the mastery of hosting open houses. Look, if you love this content, please like, subscribe, and share. And until next time, y'all stay super blessed.